Hello, our empathy listeners. So, as I'm waiting for the cab outside YVR, all tired and restless after a long day of finally reaching home. From a place where I lived for almost five months, I'm like, cab, please come fast now. I want to get home and sleep. And my cab finally arrives, and I'm greeted by this very nice lady, and as we are driving, she asks me, where are you coming from, bro? And I swear... She said, bro, I, I laughed a bit about the bro part, and then I said, the Yukon, and she's like, wait, what? She pauses for five seconds, and then she says, isn't that in Alaska, bro? And I cringed, not in the state of our uh, education system, though I guess we should be concerned about that, but I cringed, you know, this this sudden embarrassment of sorts that, that yeah, I was uh, different this time. I made a choice to move out from, from a place I love, from the norm, to try something new, which, which that new is so novel to my generation. What it feels like to take a step back, to take a pause and do a thorough accounting of where you are right now. And I don't mean where you are physically, I mean more so where you are with your relationships, work, Thinking about the last five steps you took to get where you are right now and also cautiously and optimistically thinking about the next five steps. In short, as a friend and my mentor and fan we've got up north, Kevin likes to say it, living in the moment. Today on this episode of our show, we are going to bring you stories from the lived experiences of Shirag. <laughs> me being in the Yukon. As you may know, I love talking to Karina, a co-host. Isn't she amazing? And today we just talk about one of the most beautiful and heartwarming place, the Yukon. And also the things that make it great. The nature, people, adventure, the craziness, and also some funny moments. This episode is uh, dedicated to the territory and not not the kind of potato we all love. I know that was a bad joke. <laughs> a hand-to-dad joke. Uh, I'm getting better. So, this is our show for you today. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. And let's dive right into it. Three, two, one. And we're back. So, guess what? The gang is back together, Shrug and Karina. After our two solo episodes, we're finally back to co-hosting an episode together. Um, yeah, it's it's been a while. I, mm-hmm. I missed you for two episodes. Wow. Uh, oh, yeah, it has been two episodes. I forgot that I, it's... I keep thinking it's only been one episode because you recorded one and I recorded one. I didn't think it as, like, two that's probably why I almost failed math. So. <laughs> and I just passed math. I just passed math. Seven, yeah. Seven oh, wait. Point. Welcome back to the Empathy Show, um, guys, girls, everybody else. I'm Chirag. <laughs> and I'm Karina. And we're so glad that you're here joining us today um, for a very chill conversation and just catching up. Mm, um, yeah, catching up. I love that. And understand that I've got some pictures to show you. This is um, Mm -hmm. from our last hike we did on our very last day there. Um, 
It was just beautiful, amazing, <laughs> kind of like a good end. Um, wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Where are the potatoes, though? Potatoes, I'm not so. Um, <laughs> not there. Not that. Maybe. Uh, as you can see in the picture, we're trying to uh, look for potatoes, climbing, uh, walking. Uh, as you can mm-hmm. see, Emily and Colin, they're trying to lift up my spreads. We know you're slow, bro. <laughs> we know you're slow. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, hikes were great because uh, I just loved the conversations. Like, we. Yeah, just loved talking. It was it was beautiful uh, because of that. But but my hair wasn't that cooperative. I I my hair's a mess, as you can see in the picture. Yeah. Oh my gosh, listeners, if you don't know, so basically, Shrug's hair was long enough for a man bun, essentially, and now he's back to having short, like regular hair. And you can literally see the difference. And it actually looks like he was in the wild for like four and a half months with no like water, no food, no no resources to electricity or just like living alone, secluded in the middle of the forest. Like That's literally the vibes he gave out whenever I was recording with him the past like few months when he was in Yukon. <laughs> yeah, I'm just back to being a basic city boy. <laughs> basic city boy. Yeah, and damn, I was expecting to see potatoes somewhere, but there are no potatoes anywhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed too. No potatoes. Um, <laughs> yeah, one, uh, one great thing about hikes is that you can always take up food up there, and here we've got Sir Gabriel, uh, who brought us cakes, which was amazing. Uh, cakes are awesome. But also in this one hike, like my shoes were constantly getting untied. I don't know why. Like this was. Maybe it's just you. It's like a you problem where you're not tying your shoes properly. I think it's the shoes and not I think me, it's you. But... <laughs> I think it's you. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. So now that I've been back for almost four weeks now. As I'm starting, starting to miss this, um, my Yukon daily, which was uh, being so close to the nature, I, I feel that nature, our environment, it has, um, it plays such a great role in how we feel, our health, how, how optimistic mm-hmm. we feel, and it, it's just amazing. Do you think, like, do you think you've always been quote unquote a nature guy or this move to Yukon like made you into a nature guy yeah um, I thought about it when I was there and I, I feel like I've always been this kind of a person mm. it, it has always been this one side of me uh, you know pursuing calmness uh, uh, being more reflective uh, my, my thought process is kind of like just like my mom which is great and being in the Yukon was the first time mm-hmm. I got to explore this side of me, uh, which was just amazing. Uh, you know, first 18 years of my life, I was in Mumbai, very big city, then came to Vancouver. Uh, and Mumbai is kind of like more British than Vancouver. Sounds weird. And me, kind of lowering my standards. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah <laughs> they um they gave us some of their exceptionalist thinking too which is um, i have a question yeah you mentioned that like where you were living there was a lake outside and, like you got to see like all these like nature views on a daily basis yeah. do you think because of this type of lifestyle that you've had for the past four and a half months or so that this will affect how you will live your lifestyle now to appreciate nature more and do more in your daily life to help sustain it um to, to be honest I've, I've never been that environmentally conscious and and, mm-hmm. and now that i fully understand nature's impact on me uh, i'm gonna push myself to go above and beyond and protecting it i i feel that nature is this best meditative experience we've got um I, i recognize this because when i've been in cities i feel this constant rush to make something epic in this system um for for example a startup at honest empathy the this the vision is to build something create that helps people amazing vision but it gets toxic because you're so involved like 24/7 just thinking about it without giving your mind the break and that and a podcast always pushing to tell stories better and school and family um I, i remember this from a com to audio class where where connor says life is like five balls you've got work family friends health and so mm-hmm. one of the balls is elastic and the other four are made out of glass so work is an elastic ball if if it, if it falls it'll bounce back with time but the other four balls are made out of glass if they fall you you kind of screwed and nature is like this constant reminder to focus on other things and not just work mhm besides that part like appreciating life itself and just slowing down just being able to appreciate it do you think like because you lived in Yukon for a bit now and you like your eyes basically essentially opened to like how nature can be and how beautiful it can be do you think that has affected how you will live your lifestyle of regarding sustainability wise um i i know i'm not doing enough i i know that <laughs> uh, you know you know with my 3rs and uh, reducing my carbon footprint like i i know i could be taking a lot of steps and and yeah i'm i'm, I'm not doing great there and and i feel like apart from taking individual steps and individual action uh I feel that I also need to be more involved in local politics uh, trying to understand uh our mayor our MLA our city council members understanding their perspective and and really pushing for environmental sustainability and also good economics where we are creating jobs and also sustaining the environment um we we could be doing a lot more um I I I know I sound like I'm running for an election I, I just said jobs and <laughs> green economics yeah. I, Yeah, I'm not running for an election. Um we, we could be doing so much more um as individuals. Um uh, the last BC election we had there was just 50% voter turnout, just 50% in our BC provincial elections. That's that's a fail. And 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 we are Asians, I guess I guess we should pursue for at least uh, an A grade, at least 80 to 90%. I feel like wow. 
yeah i'm i i'm i'm starting to think more about this and yeah i i'm going to push myself to to think yeah and also do i encourage you to push yourself to think more about this for sure sorry for putting you in such a tough position but i really want you to like think about it we got to do better um mm-hmm. and yeah i'm lost um, we, we need a change of topic. Um, <laughs> yeah, I pushed Shrug too hard. His brain is shutting down now. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> I'm, I'm still thinking. Um, um. Well, a brief intermission from some Yukon and environmental sustainable action items, action steps that we could do. Um. My summer wasn't that enjoyable, like especially the end of summer. Uh. To my listeners, to our listeners, um, I got a diarrhea virus and I had diarrhea for like straight four days. And the day before I started having diarrhea, I had a fever and chills. So I had like a little panic attack thinking that I got COVID. But then I started getting diarrhea and then like the fever, like all those symptoms like just went away. And it was just straight diarrhea so i was like what is going on because if it's food poisoning then it would be something that happens right away like instantly the next day but it didn't happen so i'm just really confused because i don't know what happened with my body but diarrhea came and went and that was the end of my summer and i was on a very bland diet for like a week a week and a half to make sure my body can sustain regular food long enough, you know, to produce regular poops before I could sustain more flavorful food. So, yeah, that's our intermission right there. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> um, great change of topic. Love it. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, my brain is active now. It's it's uh it's back. Mm-hmm. It's back. Um, <laughs> um but yeah, if if you were in the Yukon, you know, you, the the Dagish Elvis would have sung a song for you. <laughs> um, we have our own Elvis, by the way, uh, who is uh, a character. Uh, <laughs> um, there's so many characters of, like this charm of Yukon is so great that we've got these characters and yeah, have have you ever been in like this country vibe kind of a place before? Like, uh, like you a country as in like country, country. You know, like country, we're talking country. about like we're talking about like farms and fields yeah. for days. Like barely anybody you'll see on the road unless they need to hitchhike type of thing. That yeah, type of country. And, and Langley doesn't count. Oh, <laughs> Abbotsford doesn't count. <laughs> does Kelowna count <laughs> yeah I've been to Kelowna yes um I think like the last time I've been outside of Canada has been such a long time ago like I don't count like the states as traveling I yeah. count that as visiting you know yeah. like I don't count going down to Seattle as traveling i just count it as like oh we're gonna go there for like a day type of thing you know like nobody i don't think anybody counts going to seattle as a vacation unless you're going to like la that would count as a vacation because that's further oh wait i would count that as a vacation because if you go to disneyland 
then you're doing something fun, you know. Disneyland, yeah. Disneyland, for <laughs> right? sure. Right? Exactly. Like if you're not going to Disneyland, then doesn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. Away. Unless you plan to see some Hollywood celebs. but Yeah, exactly. So I don't count going to the States as vacation if you're going to Seattle. But if you're going anywhere else, then maybe. Um, but yeah, I haven't been outside of Canada slash the US since grade five. Wow. So 10 years old. Yeah. Damn. That like is... that was the last time I've went to Hong Kong or um, Korea or Thailand or Taiwan. Yeah. No. I went to Japan when I was like a really young kid, but like I have no recollection of it because I was so young. But my parents told me that we did go to Japan. But yeah. that's not in my memories. I My memory only goes up to... Um, grade one, kindergarten, grade one. So it doesn't go past that for vacation wise. So I don't remember anything before five years old. So, <laughs> so this was my first like hiking experience. Like I've never hiked well. Oh, you've never had a hiking experience in BC? No. Are you kidding me? There is, okay, we have the Grouse Grind, which is like yeah. everybody's like holy grail in the summer to go to. Yeah, and then if you really want to be like a hiking extraordinaire person, you hike Garibaldi. Okay. Like, what? Like, even I've been to Lane Canyon, and I am the least person you would expect to go hiking or do anything remotely related to exercising. <laughs> you know, like like I said, I've been busy, and also I hate exercising. Like so much <laughs> but dude you don't even know like i was hiking with a huge ass camping backpack because it was for um duke of edinburgh you yeah. know like that like program to get you know certified for like random stuff yeah, yeah. i had to do that um i um, admire my younger self could never do that ever again <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so yeah hiking um, it's kind of like a big social thing up wow. there. Like, folks bond over hikes. And, uh, yeah, I enjoyed hiking. Um, the social aspect was awesome. The the best was whitewater rafting. Wow. You went whitewater rafting? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah all, all this adventure stuff. You know, canoeing, kind of camping, fishing, long drives, you know, forest, the whole package. And... All the things that I wanted to do last year, but but couldn't because of um, bloody COVID. It, um, yeah, there were some friendships that made it so memorable. Um, so I tend to be extremely busy, uh, not glorifying busyness in any way. It's it's one of my biggest regrets that. I, I don't spend enough time with my friends and family being being in the Yukon it gave me the space to kind of give myself the permission to take a break. I took a six week break from honest empathy. My weekends and most evenings were now <laughs> filled with old friends, friends from BC, family, um, and new friends. I I made so many fast friends that, that here mm-hmm. uh, I don't do that often. Like when I'm here walking on Stanley Park, let's say I I never stop. And make a new friend. I, 
I I just listen to the podcast or or I'm walking with one of my friends people I know already since first year but but not new because you know all, all these business like you, you never make new friends but but here uh, I had a new walking buddy Edna she, she may be listening to the show right now Edna <laughs> <laughs> hope hope the walks have been entertaining with uh, my replacement but but yeah folks like her the the first bar I made who's from the Yukon was Dom. I I I just gave him the name Dom. He doesn't want me to say his name on the show. Uh, yeah, he's very shy. Uh, and yeah, and yeah the picture that you get in your mind for a Dom character, yeah, that's Dom. You know, short and height, old, white and and very cute. So for 2 hours in the flight, we spoke about a lot of uh, mm-hmm. meaningless shit. Um <laughs> which yeah, but also some meaningful stuff um heard about him growing up in a very remote community i shared my exact opposite experiences with him. um he asked me if i'm seeing someone and um, he gave <laughs> me a bad uh, you know you know gave me some good old judgment slash constructive criticism <laughs> yeah we we somehow lose this charm like as as the series get bigger it becomes less personable and in all the business like we we lose that human connectedness yeah these people and also new mentors new friends i'm i'm talking about you if if you are listening right now and, and i know you're listening so I'd- hey you <laughs> got a lot of uh, bros and gals and my Gucci gang up there uh, big shout out to the folks with whom I work every day and and also my friends in BC uh, who listened to our last episode champion of the world they were so confused uh, they were like who is this in that and uh, Kevin like our last segment was dedicated to them um we don't know is an Adina school or something like that and I'm like no bro she's she's my manager she's my boss who is the um best manager coach friend manager coach friend all in one anyone could ask for you are amazing <laughs> yeah oh also you know we have so many dive bars up there like they're so charming and and so much drinking i <laughs> I remember one night I was I was down almost three pitches. It was absolutely insane. And that night I drank called six people. Wow, alcoholic. One of them was a very dear friend and I called him and I was like, "Bro, bro, bro, please, please send a cab, bro. I'm out of excuse facts, bro." <laughs> yeah. What did he say? What did he say the next day when he told you about it? Talk to you about it. Uh, and that bro lives in London <laughs> and it's like 7 a.m. there. He's, he's just waking up. Um, it was awesome. Very fun. That sounds very fun. Well, okay, so... So, you don't want to move there permanently, but you do want to move there for a period of time. You know, I, I don't know. I I guess this is the first time I'll be talking about it on the show. I, I really want to be a dad. and and if that's a priority for my later half of the 20s um and i want to get ahead of time by 23 then uh then i guess yeah yukon is a 
pretty awesome place to move to after after I graduated. So it's uh, it's on my mind. Run off to the woods. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, I don't want kids, so I will just be that rich aunt. Um, who will babysit the kids for like the family or like friends whenever they need some time off for the night or like for a day and have some alone time. And I will spoil the kids with like gifts and stuff and be their favorite aunt. That's the person that I want to be in the family. 100%. Awesome. (laughs) I spoil them, but also teach them to be good people. Like, you gotta discipline them, but also, like, treat them well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> also, UConn made me renew my love for the Beatles. Oh, why? What happened? What, like, inspired this? Yes. What, like, made you be like, wow? Yeah, so, I've always been a big fan of the Beatles. Uh, mm-hmm. I I grew up listening, up listening to the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, uh, Coldplay, uh, Keen, like like so many British bands, and um, mm-hmm. you're very Americanized. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know what that means. <laughs> but you're just like a very typical like. Uh, I don't know how I say it. Yeah. You're a very typical guy. Yeah, I'm just typical. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is um. Yeah, I still don't understand it. Typical. Mm-hmm. A very typical guy. <laughs> oh. Like, every other person would be like, yeah, I grew up listening to Beatles type of thing, you know? Really? Um, yeah, I haven't met a lot of people in Beatles fans, like... No, I think, like, that's, like, a typical thing for, like, white dudes, especially. <laughs> so I'm like, whitewashed. Okay, okay. This, that's so racist. I'm so sorry, but... <laughs> it's like, I'm whitewashed. <laughs> but just, like, white people in general, like, they'll just be like, yeah, I grew up listening to, to Beatles and Rolling Stones because, like, my parents listened to it. And then, like, your that's, parents? like, a very typical thing, you know? I don't know your parents were wide. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just pretending to be those people right now. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that person. I'm just saying, like, the typical person. Okay. <laughs> sure. Okay, yeah, continue your story. Uh, yeah, so uh, the Beatles, like, uh, when you listen to these songs, it's really? like... Um, well, well, maybe it's the movies and the books that I read. The characters are always like that. <laughs> yeah, so, so the Beatles, like, uh, when I listen to these songs, like, I... I you, you know, you draw these pictures of these characters and these stories, and, and I saw them play in real life like uh, I, I don't know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about um, <laughs> <laughs> brain is out the window today <laughs> it is it is um, um, but yeah kind of like uh, uh, seeing the songs play out right in front of my eyes so it just basically country. made you like live it essentially yeah, yeah it did I, I can sing a song yeah. for you like, like now w- no, I no. It's okay. I I appreciate I appreciate the gesture, but okay. I would rather not. <laughs> I'm, I'm a good singer. Um, you can you can record it for me and then send it to me um, later. <laughs> that'd be uh, weird, but okay, okay, I'll think about it. But, but yeah, you know, apart from me renewing my love for so many different things. Um, 
it it made me realize that as as i meet new people like this whole experience made me realize that as i meet new people i um i i tend to explore different sides of me that that i didn't really knew exist before or the people that i already know like they they miss it sometimes like oh chirag like this is uh, something new about you and and i'm like one relationship comes to mind where gavin like uh, one of my really good friends and and my mentor he like yeah he he have a friendship made me realize a lot of different things um, he nudged me to think and uh, yeah I, i appreciate that so much and uh, and making new friendships uh, is like this is this awesome gift that you get uh, as you meet new people i think it's amazing i think like every part of like growing up in your journey is meeting new people and how all these new people that you meet at each part essentially sees a section of you where you are maturing yeah they don't see like the before they don't see the after but they see that time in your life and then when they see you again in like 2 years 5 years they see you then at 5 years or then at 2 years and they're like whoa like from what i've known about you and what we've had like the interactions that we've had like you've grown so much yeah. or you've changed so much like your mindset has matured because they met you at this stage in your life but now you are at an even better and higher stage in your life you get what i'm saying yeah so like people make your journey not just the places not just the food not just the experiences that you've had but a lot of it people build you in those journeys i think like that's something we have to stop and appreciate for a very long time because if we look back we have we realize that these are the people that help build us to who we are today my person i feel like sometimes we as you said things go by so fast that we don't slow down to think about these things and it's like moments like these when we get to chat about it that we think oh like yeah these people helped me like whether they know it or not like they made me become this person i am right now Yeah. Okay, so, okay, so I have a question. So you've yeah. known me for 3 years now. Um how high much are? Many hairstyle changes from you. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got out from this. That's got that's what I got out from this friendship. Okay. Seeing your different hair changes. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think my hair a lot like uh, <laughs> this is new. So so like doesn't mean that long hair means like I'm sad. Am I am I more happy? I, I don't know. Like this, mm-hmm. well, what's happening? <laughs> no, I think you you have you had different phases for your hair. Okay. You you had like a, the long hair phase but an even longer hair phase where it could be a man bun but then you had like that mushroom hair phase where like it was long but not long enough for a man bun and then you would get it cut short and then you just let it grow long again like <laughs> you have like different emotional phases each season <laughs> okay, so, so i guess long hair means um Uh, does long hair mean I'm sad? Am I am I happy? Am I? I think long hair makes you more, more. Um, what's it called? Uh, um. When I think of long hair, you. Yeah. I think of you with your glasses. Yeah. And you like pushing out your glasses and like thinking like this. Ooh. So I always think long hair you is very is the reflective, quiet shrug. 
intellectual, um, sophisticated CJ. <laughs> Outgoing, new shrug. Oh, that's uh, maybe a shrug. <laughs> new open-minded shrug. Right. Shrug that's come through a change and has new perspectives. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, yeah, I think it's a good place to end today's episode. Ending with changes that Shrug has entered and come out of, <laughs> especially with his hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, we just want to say a huge thank you once again to listening to us, listening to Shrug's Yukon and very potato less stories. I was very disappointed that there were no potatoes at all. Um, but wait, wait, wait. One last question, though. Yeah. Did you eat enough potatoes in Yukon, though? I'm a big potato fan, to be honest. Oh yeah. my goodness. I think Empathy Show has to be disbanded because Shiraj just said he is not a potato fan. Uh, okay, so wait, wait. I, I love mashed potatoes. Um, that counts. Um, do, you, do you like fries? Oh, I love fries, but I've been trying to slow down on the, on the fries. It's uh, not that healthy, you know? Okay, yeah. well... Do you like do you like baked potatoes? Not that much. Uh, baked potatoes, no. Okay, we have to rethink about continuing the empathy show. Um, if you get an episode from us next time, we're still together. We're still co-hosting this. Um, yep. If you don't, then you'll understand why empathy show doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> because of me, I messed up. This is all Strong's fault. Just saying. Um, <laughs> Okay. Just want to say a huge thank you to our team once again, and Justin, Irene, and Gabriel for helping us behind the scenes every single time, and helping us manage our accounts online too. And this has been the Empathy Show. Um, I'm Chirag. And I'm Karina, and we're signing off now. Bye bye. Bye bye. Maybe forever. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm sorry. I had a lot of brain freezes in this episode. Yeah. Um, that's okay. Do not worry. Do not worry. <laughs> Thank you.